This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. There's a high fly ball from KMOX Sports. That's it deep to left field, and it's a gutter. Big fly, Nolan Arenado. There's a moment for you. Driving jam time. The Billikens win this one. Comeback pattern caught. Touchdown, Kansas City. Now, sports on a Sunday morning on America's Sports Voice, KMOX. Drew, what are we live on right now? What are we on? Twitter, Twitch, where did you put us? We're all we're on video now. Sports on a Sunday morning is on radio, video, streaming. Yep. What's going on here? Explain. This is our producer. I'm Tom Ackerman the, from the Stiefel Sports Studio, which has been enhanced. <laughs> this is our producer, Drew Young. What did you do here, young man? Okay, so we are on Twitch at Sports on a Sunday. Okay. We are on the KMOX Sports Twitter. Yes. So if we get any live comments, we'll be on YouTube next week. But Oh, good. Yeah. If okay. we get any live comments... You know, talking about any of the sports going on, college football we got today. Yeah. We'll we'll watch it. Okay. We'll be able to react live. Good. Did Elon Musk approve this? That's what I need to know. I, I hope we, we don't okay? get banned. Are we I hope okay? we don't okay. get banned. <laughs> Taking a sip of my energy drink on camera. This is great. Oh, good. Okay. So yeah. sports on a Sunday morning coming to you from downtown St. Louis. What a night last night for the St. Louis Blues. I mean, just one of those special nights where a lot of things go through your mind. Where is this team from time to time? Why do they disappear? How the heck do they pull this off? Are we in for a wild ride this season? Or is this kind of a 500 team? You know, a lot of questions. And I think all fair. How good is this hockey team? But last night, the Blues pulled off an absolute stunner. And I'm going to save the breakdown and we'll listen to the coach and some of the players as to what happened last night. But I'll summarize it pretty quickly for you because we have a special guest coming up at 1015 that I want to get straight to. And that's Bill McDermott to talk World Cup, Chris May at 1030. And then we'll do the Blues breakdown at 1045. But the Blues pulled off a stunning victory last night. They were down four to one in the third period and they scored three consecutive goals to send the game to overtime. The first goal was scored by Ryan O'Reilly. The second one by Jordan Cairo on a terrific feed from Tori Krug. And then Vladimir Tarasenko, old 91, did it again. He tied the game at four, and the Blues scored three straight goals in the middle to the back end of the third period, forced overtime, and won it in OT on a great feed again from Krug to a streaking Cairo who broke in on a breakaway against Spencer Knight and scored the winner against the Florida Panthers. And the Blues won the game 5-4 to four in overtime. They were down 4-1. to one. They looked really bad uh, in this game. I mean, they had a power play that went the other way, and the Panthers scored a shorthanded goal. I mean, it's 4-1. to one. It was 2 to nothing in a blink. Uh, the Panthers made it 4-1 to one later in the game, and then something happened in that second intermission where the team talked to each other and said, we're not going out like this. And they went out in the third period, played a great period, won the game 5-4 four, to four in overtime, 
And now they're 11 and 10. So again, as ex- exciting as that is, they dug themselves a huge hole this year. Just to review, the Blues were 3 and 0. Then they lost 8 in a row to go 3 and 8. Then they won 7 in a row to go 10 and 8. Then they lost two straight and played horrendously at Florida. It would look like they were on their way to another skid. And then they won the game in the third period after I'm certain a lot of people turned it off. So if you're a Blues fan, you're like, is this team, is this real? Are they ever going to have any consistency whatsoever? The answer might be no. I mean, are they talented enough to be a contender in the NHL? Yes. Are they one of the better teams in the NHL? No, they're not. They don't have that sort of star power talent, but they are a team that can at times play the Craig Berube style. I do question, I still do, their depth defensively. I think that's an issue that needs to be addressed at some point. But last night, Tory Krug did what he does best. He created offense, great passer, fed Cairo a couple of times. And that really gets down to the the biggest thing of all is that if they have one player who could be an absolute breakout star, they really have two, but Robert Thomas, I think we know and have seen what he's capable of, and he will continue to grow as a player. But Jordan Cairo has special wheels. I mean, he is one of the fastest skaters in the league. He won fastest skater at the NHL All-Star competition last year. And when he has it going on both ends of the ice and can be a problem for the other team, he is a difference maker. And that's what can carry you to victory or difference makers. Jordan Bennington would be the other one. When he gets really hot, Bennington can carry this team. So Kairou's on a point streak now of eight games, 12 points, seven goals, five assists. Uh, This is a a great development for the Blues right now, but there's still a lot of work to be done. But the, the other impressive thing is that was their third game in four days, and they won it five to four in OT. So when I talk about the Blues, I get excited because I think it's a fun story. I get a little frustrated. Uh, I, you know, at the, all at the same time, but that's all right. If you look back to the Stanley cup championship team, I'm not comparing them. I'm just saying that season was really strange. They hit rock bottom. Then they went off on a tear, but the difference that team had big, strong, and especially tall, long reach defensemen that made a difference. And they had Pat Maroon. I mean, they, they had a team that played Baruby style, perfectly underdog mentality went all the way. Can Doug Armstrong keep this thing going by adding pieces and then not being tempted to move, you know, I don't think they would, and O'Reilly, Tarasenko. I I think you you ride it out here. Last year, their contract, and you just get the best out of your captain and old number 91 who probably wanted to be captain uh, for a while and, and see if you can get a good mix of leadership going with this team. But anyway, I thought that was a lot of fun. We'll hear the breakdown coming up at 1045. We are going to have Dan Deardorff on the show today. And just my quick overview of what happened yesterday in college football. And I've been talking about it all morning here on Total Information AM. The top four teams in the college football playoff to me are very clear right now. They are Georgia, Michigan, TCU, and USC. And you can't convince me otherwise. Those are the top four teams in college football. Are they the best four? No. I mean, Ohio State probably would be favored against Two or three of them. I mean, they were against Michigan yesterday, but they lost on a big stage. They got slaughtered, actually, by Michigan. 45-23. That is embarrassing. 
and a bad loss. When you're at Ohio State, you come to Ohio State for that game, really, and they've blown it twice now. The other thing is USC is legit. Their quarterback, Caleb Williams, is the Heisman favorite, and they did a terrific job last night beating Notre Dame. They've only lost one game, and it was by a point at Utah, and that's not easy to do. They'll get their chance to play Utah again in the Pac-12 championship. If they win that game, they are in the the, uh, national championship picture. They are in the college football playoff. The other one's TCU. You can't knock them out of the top four. They have to be number three. They're undefeated. They've uh, run the table in the Big 12. Their resume is pretty good. They're going to play K-State in the Big 12 championship, and then that would secure them a spot in the college football playoff. Michigan has to be a solid two, and Georgia's a clear one. So that that's really where you are. The other contenders, Ohio State would need some help now. They need things to completely fall apart. But as it stands right now, they can't help themselves, and they've done it to themselves. Uh, LSU's out. They lost to um, Texas A&M on the road. It's not a good loss. Texas A&M is bad. They were four and seven. So they lose to Texas A&M. They're out. Clemson had Alabama was already out. They lost. They beat Auburn in the iron bowl. Good for them. But they were already out because they lost two games on the big stage, LSU and Tennessee. The only team that had an outside shot was Clemson. And then they stepped on their own foot and they lost to South Carolina. So rough time for All of those teams, very good time for the top four in college football. We have a huge basketball game on KMOX today. SLU will be taking on Auburn on the road at 2 o'clock. Chris May is with us at 1030 to talk about it. But up next, people are gearing up for U.S. and Iran World Cup soccer on Tuesday afternoon. Bill McDermott breaks it down. Sports on a Sunday morning on KMOX. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I know an Arenado. Driving jam time! The Billikens win this one. Touchdown! 
Kansas City. Welcome back to Sports on a Sunday Morning on America's Sports Voice, KMOX. 10-19 from the Stiefel Sports Studio. Tom Ackerman with you. Our producer is Drew Young. Special guest in the studio watching today is Josh Betts in town to cover the Blues game tomorrow. We appreciate him being here. Longtime reporter and correspondent for the Missouri Valley Conference. Joining us on the line, longtime soccer correspondent here on KMOX and elsewhere. He is a Billiken Hall of Famer. In fact, he has the press box named after him at Herman Stadium. He is the one and only Bill McDermott. Great to have you on KMOX, my friend. Morning, Tom. Likewise, great to be here. Morning, buddy. Well, here we go. I mean, this is no pressure, Greg Berhalter, but uh, the the nation is waiting. Uh, You have to beat Iran to advance to the knockout round of the World Cup. It'll happen Tuesday at 1 o'clock. How did we get to this point, Bill, where a win has to get it done for the United States? Well, because they've only scored one goal, Tom, and therein, (laughs) therein lies the exact answer to your question. Uh, the United States fans, followers, pundits, everybody was a little wary of this part of their game entering the World Cup because they didn't have a real consistent buildup to the World Cup scoring, especially. But now, as you just pointed out, 100% accurately, you have to win. You have to get three points over over one of the teams that somehow, some way, just continues to confound people. How does Iran from out of nowhere beat Wales, which throws this whole group up for grabs? And therein lies one of the other reasons why the United States has to beat Iran. So Iran doesn't want to just walk across the border, literally almost, and not being able to qualify for the second round. But the United States, this is in essence, Tom, well, let's call them a redeemed team because they did not qualify for the 2018 World Cup. And at this stage of the development of the sport in our country, uh, that's unacceptable to a great number of people, Uh, not just the fans, but everyone who organizes the national team to represent their country. So it's all, it is all to play for on Tuesday. Right. And, you know, not being in it four years ago and all of this buildup now and the people are talking about the sport and more people are playing the sport. And we have an MLS team about to start mm-hmm. here in St. Louis. And it feels like a lot is riding on the United States winning this game and advancing to the knockout round. It would be just such an injection of energy to the country, but to the sport itself. That said, I'm going to start with the negative here and say I'm very concerned about this because Iran, I feel like, doesn't have the athleticism of the United States, but they are very well organized. And and the the match that they had against Wales, it was nil-nil until the end. They scored those two late goals Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. to pull away. And I feel like, you know, obviously a draw doesn't work here. And they're going to try to lull, I think, the United States into that type of a game, aren't they? They will, Tom, because uh, anyone, if, if, if everybody ties today, if everybody ties, uh, the United States does not go through, England and Iran do. So you don't want any part of that. You want to show, the World Cup shows one thing in particular, and you are measured by what you do in the World Cup as a soccer-playing nation. So consequently, when you don't even uh, qualify for it in 2018, 2018, boy, a lot of negatives were circulating. Oh, we've got to change the whole system. 
uh, this doesn't work. The academy system doesn't. It happened in Germany in 98, Tom. They lose to Croatia, and none other than Franz Beckenbauer says, <laughs> you might as well get used to it. It's going to get a whole lot worse before it gets better. So the Deutsche Fußball going, what? Franz Beckenbauer said, what? So they dramatically, dramatically revamped their system, and they ended up winning their fourth World Cup after many years of revision in 2014. So the United States, I think, going into this competition, knew full well that this may happen. It happened in 98 when they played Iran. The political intrigue off the field is oceans deep, as it always is in every World Cup with so many of these countries playing against each other. Uh, when Argentina uh, plays England, the Falkland War comes up. The Maradona's handball in 86 comes up. When Germany plays England in the World Cup, well, those stories are limitless. So it's off-the-field intrigue as well as on-the-field intrigue. But as you pointed out, it's happened so often in this World Cup already. When teams realize they can't play with the opponent, Ghana against uh, Ronaldo's Portugal, case in point. Ghana just lined up five defenders and said, we'll try to get a point out of this game. And they almost pulled it off. They did. And the United States played that draw with England and looked great. Actually, they were the better team. Yes. Uh, they really without were. It, without any question, Tom. In uh, uh, England, as a matter of fact, oh, <laughs> as you knew it was going to be. The, the headline in the Daily Mirror said, Stars and gripes. <laughs> <laughs> the New York Post said United States wins one one. Yeah, you, England. New York Post and New York, York Daily News. Because I was in New York that day. The, the next morning, both papers said like not bad. K N O T. Not too precisely. shabby. You know. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah uh, England goes from the sublime to the mundane. And as a matter of fact, the way they played in that game. Uh, as farmer were, as a team that has won a World Cup, granted, not until way back in 1966, uh, they should be doing better. They should be playing better. They have some great young players led by, in particular, Jude Bellingham and uh, their veteran, Harry Kane. Now, Harry Kane did have some opportunities, but if you watch the English Premier League on a regular basis, where the heck is Phil Foden? Phil Foden, every time he touches the ball when he plays a league game in the English Premier League, he's dangerous all the time. Get him off the bench. Get him in the game. So the United States will—they'll have to be—they'll have to be, <laughs> have to be t- uh, very careful if Phil Foden does indeed come into the game. What about uh, Josh Sargent, Tim Ream? How would you evaluate the play? I thought that Ream, just personally in that Wales game, had did everything that he possibly could. He was uh, in the right place at the right time. Sargent was good, too. And then uh, there was a change made in the uh, game against England, wasn't there? Right, there was. Haji Wright came on for Josh in the English game. Uh, Tim Ream has not put a step wrong so far, Tim. Uh, Tom, excuse me. And the thing about it is he had been playing superbly throughout this entire season, the early part of the season. And that's what got him on to the World Cup team. Uh, in a private conversation I had with Greg Berhalter oh, months ago, he said, you know, this team is so young. I, I, I have to have a veteran. He's always liked to have veterans on his team. Uh, and one of them may be, one of them may be your guy from St. Louis. I'm just going to have to judge accordingly. Huh. Well, he didn't use him for almost 13, 14, 15 months in the qualification process 
But now he's come on and has led the two central defenders. A left-footed center back is always wanted by every team in the world. If you want a quality ball out of the backfield, on the ground, at people's feet, 30, 40, 50 yards, pinged at people's feet, Tim Ream is your guy. Josh Sargent, who got the start in the first game, I mentioned Haji Wright comes on for him. He hasn't been totally consistent in his scoring for the United States. However, playing for Norwich, he lately has been in top form, and that's why he got on the World Cup. So it remains to be seen who Greg's going to put in the first 11 forward-wise. I think the rest of his team pretty much speaks for itself. He's going to use pretty much the same people he's used in the first two games. And then finally, how do you see the rest of the field right now? Are things uh, falling in line as uh, they should, aside from uh, Argentina, obviously getting stunned early in this uh, right. in this first round? An absolute, an absolute stunner, Tom. No, no one. No one obviously sees that coming when a, when a farmer World Cup holder, two time, two stars under the shirt, and this is Lionel Messi's last opportunity. It's his last World Cup. It's Ronaldo's last World Cup. Maybe Kevin De Bruyne is for Belgium, Robert Lewandowski for Poland. Uh, but the usual suspects, and in particular France, looks tremendously strong. They're looking to be the first team since Brazil repeated in 58 and then in 62, and they're led by Kylian Mbappe, who just goes over, just exceeds Jus Fontaine's mark as the all-time leading scorer for France in World Cup play with 31 goals. So France looks tremendously strong. And, of course, Brazil. You always mention Brazil. They have five stars on their shirt for good reason. They have a, a new golden generation of players, if you will, with Richarlson, uh, Vinicius Jr., people coming off the bench. It's just nonstop players one after another, and their quality never dips. So still the usual suspects, Tom, in particular, I think, with Brazil and France. Morocco pulled off a shocker, beating Belgium 2 to yes, nothing today. So yes, here we go with that. Uh, first win of the World Cup since 98 for Morocco. Uh, it has been very entertaining. Spain and Germany getting going a little bit later. Canada yep. leads Croatia right now one to nothing. It, it is fun, there's no doubt. And then Tuesday's the day. So 1 o'clock, U.S. and Iran. Buckle your seatbelts. It should be one heck of a day, Bill. Get ready for more action, Tom. And it's growing as it has continued to grow. Uh, I know way back since 1930, hardly anybody was paying attention. Uh, No one paid attention in 1950 when the United States uh, defeated England. But now it's getting to be not just club, not just club where people watch on a regular basis. It's country as well. And people are grasping, in particular the American soccer fan, is grasping the concept that this is a country against a country not a city against a city, and therein lies why it's so compelling. Very well said. We look forward to it. Thank you for this time. I really appreciate it, Bill, and all the best to you. We're going to talk to your friend Chris May coming up after the break. Oh, please tell Chris I said hello. Absolutely will. Have a great rest of your day, Bill. Thank you. Likewise. Mr. Soccer right there, Bill McDermott. I I love talking to him. There's no question that uh, he puts it in perspective for all of us and how exciting this is. So we'll see what happens on Tuesday. Up next, huge basketball game today for St. Louis University at Auburn. The athletic director at St. Louis University, Chris May, breaks it down for us. It's 1031 from the Stiefel Sports Studio. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Nets on Welcome back to Sports on a Sunday Morning on America's Sports Voice, KMOX. Back on Sports on a Sunday Morning on KMOX, Tom Ackerman with you from the Stiefel Sports Studio and joining us on the line ready for a big game. This could be one of the biggest college basketball games anywhere in the country, maybe is. St. Louis University at number 13, Auburn today, 2 o'clock tip right here. And joining us is the athletic director at SLU, Chris May. How excited are you, my friend? Good morning. Uh, good morning, Tom. Yeah, it's uh, it's going to be a heck of a ball game today. We've all uh, circled this game ever, ever since that one last year that we had such a barn burner. So it'll be, it's another great opportunity for our program to take the next step. And we're all fired up about what's going to happen in Auburn. You had that one in your grasp last year, and uh, Auburn was one of the best teams, if not at that point, the best team in the country, and they were able to pull away for victory. That was a Yuri Collins show. I remember after the game, uh, Bruce Pearl saying, and he doesn't dish out compliments like that very often, he said, one of the best point guards I've ever seen. And there was no argument here in St. Louis. And Yuri continues on, doesn't he? He has been fantastic for this program. Well, Yuri really has. He has. Uh, I mean, he. What's What's amazing about Yuri is that he led the country in assists last year, and he's arguably considerably better this year. And he really, he really took his his success from last season. He spent a lot of time this summer at his craft and how he can get better. He offensively has become really a complete player. And and what you know, uh, Yuri is one heck of a defender. He is as tough as there is he'll take a charge from anybody and so it's it's really great to see how he's grown and developed and he's done such an unbelievable job we are so proud of that kid and 
he uh, he's going to have a great game today. He's fired up about it, as the rest of them are, but he's really playing at a high level. He is. He's leading this team in scoring, which is good and maybe a slight concern, but we'll see moving forward because the, when the Billikens are at their best, Chris, I think it will be when he is a facilitator and a scorer, but he is getting everybody to where they need to be. He can do that. They're just going to have to find ways to score. I felt like they shot the ball much better at home in their last game, which was a good sign. They were knocking them down from distance in the first half. Well, no question, but uh, Yuri's opportunity, and he's done such a great job with it, is to become more complete. So now if people can't back off on him, um, it opens up shots for everybody else. And so uh, I think his offensive uh, production is going to do nothing but help. Uh, as you know, we've got a couple kids who can shoot on the wings. Mm. And, uh, you know, that's what I'm so excited about to really see. I mean, Providence game, perfect example. We had a complete game, played a really good Providence team, beat a good Memphis team here. And so uh, this is this is another step to go on the road into hostile territory and see what happens. But uh, Yuri, Yuri obviously is the uh, – is the person that really starts everything, and he's done a just a fantastic job. Yeah, Memphis is playing right now. They're beating Stanford down in Kissimmee in the first half, so we'll keep an eye on that game in the early going, and that's a quality win. Providence is a quality win. I don't think the Maryland one hurts you. I, I think that the, you know, the loss is, is a loss, and it is what it is. Um, it opened up some things, and that is the fact that this team needed to tighten up defensively, but Maryland's good. I mean, we, we all knew that. Um, defensively, that's probably the biggest thing, isn't it, for your head coach is he wants to see this team do what he has been telling them all along. We are going to win playing defense and rebounding the basketball. Well, you, you took it right out of my mouth, uh, defensive rebounding. Since Travis Ford came here, we've done both of those really, really well. We've defended and we've rebounded. And um, that's going to be a core. That's what Travis is so great at teaching and instilling in a group. And when you get better and better athletes, which we have, uh, and you instill that type of mentality, good things are going to happen. And uh, from Francis Okoro to TJ to, you know, Javon Pickett is a young man who came to us as a grad transfer. And talk about a unbelievable uh, double-double type kid. He can go get rebounds for you. He defends tenaciously, um, you know, across the board, the mentality of playing defense is something that's going to be a cornerstone with Travis, you know, all the time. And, and that's really the piece that separated us as we've really had our great teams, uh, defense and rebounding is going to uh, carry the day. And so uh, today will be another major opportunity to see uh, what it's going to take to defend at the highest level in college basketball. I love talking hoops with Chris May, athletic director. Not a lot of athletic directors can can match hoops talk for hoops talk like this guy. I, I love talking with you. And while we're scoreboard watching, uh, the SLU women are up by 11 against Air Force right now down in Florida. So Rebecca Tillett's team is growing right before our eyes, and it, it's just a matter of time, isn't it? It is. They, uh, they're slowly, you know, I, I watched a, a sportscaster recently talk about turning programs around and he talked about how you, you can't skip any step of the process. You go from losing big to losing small to winning small to winning big. And they've lost a couple real close games. They uh, played well against a really good Belmont team. It was, it was close in the last minute and couldn't finish. Um, we'll get there. Rebecca, you talk about defending and, and rebounding and the mentality it takes. Uh, she is uh, instilling a uh, mentality of toughness. We had uh, 
uh, an alum that hit me after the game yesterday who was actually down there and said how impressed he was at how our team played together through the whole game and really focused on defending. And so, uh, Rebecca, it's going to take a little bit of time. She's got a great, great score uh, in uh, in McCracken. I'm drawing a blank. <laughs> and Kyla's McMakin. McMakin, um, yeah. And obviously, obviously, Brooke Flowers is a great defender. Um, and then you've got the other – got Mio Nicastro who's starting, a local kid who's starting today. And so – they're going to get there. It's just going to take a little bit of time. But, boy, you've got a prolific scorer in Kyla who can score with anybody. And I think people will be really excited to watch her play and develop this year. They, uh, they're back home next Saturday, which will be a good uh, opportunity for Billiken fans to come see them play. But uh, I, I'm really excited about how those young women continue to compete and get after it. And by the time the A-10 season comes around, I think we're going to be a real tough out in women's basketball. I'm with you. They visit Missouri on Wednesday, and then, as you mentioned, the game on Saturday. I'll have that call Saturday night against Illinois State. I had the game where McMakin went off for 31 points. She is something special. And then after the game, more than one person told me the chemistry in that room is at a very high level right now. This is a very they, together team. And when they, I, you know, this was unsolicited. I mean, people were just telling me. Yeah, it, it's it's fun to watch, and uh, again, as they continue to get a little bit of success and and go through the trials and tribulations of growth, um, that team in the Atlantic Ten is going to win a bunch of games, and uh, that's what we're focused on. Arguably, you look at the schedule, and uh, I don't think uh, I don't think Rebecca, you know, might have scheduled her for her first year. Everybody we had on the schedule because it's a brutal non-conference schedule, but that's. That's what we want to play. We want to play high-level women's basketball here. That's what recruits want to play. That's the way we want to play. And so uh, I am really encouraged by how they're hanging in there and building a culture that's going to be successful for the long haul. But uh, today we got to get Air Force, and then obviously Auburn is a big one that we'll all be watching, that we're excited about. And then the men come home. The men come home for Tennessee State on Wednesday. We get Southern Illinois on Saturday. Then we'll play uh, three Saturdays in a row. You got Southern Illinois, who's playing really, really great men's basketball. You got Boise coming in here, who is really playing at a high level. And then you got Drake coming in here. And so you got three high level games, three Saturdays in a row that Billiton fans can come to Shape It's Arena and enjoy. And then in the middle of there, we're, uh, we're going to go up and play Iona, uh, Coach Patino, which, uh, ha- who has a really, really good team up in New Rochelle. So. Lots lots of basketball happening real fast here, but Shape It's Arena, as you well know, Tom, not a better facility in the country. So we welcome everybody to buy your tickets and come watch this team because it's an exciting team to watch. Yeah, that's well said. I love that home-and-home with Patino. I had so much fun sitting behind him last year and watching him work. That was a great, great basketball game. I have that Drake game circled for sure. That's Audrey's birthday. I think we may, we may be. Well, uh... you, you better bring that uh, that basketball team in. Uh, bring that basketball <laughs> the junior team. Rams. Get, the coach to get the junior Rams in there. We need them in the house. In fact, I think we won last time they were there last winter. Uh, so, Auburn. Uh, no, it was Auburn, but they, they gave oh, them a run. Auburn? Yeah, well, they were we making played. Noise. Well, they made so much well. noise that your uh, your hype uh, people down there were looking up, pointing at them. So yeah, they're, that's what I'm talking about. Well, we will. need them back in the house. But uh, no, there's a lot of excitement going on. We I couldn't be more proud. We've got two really exciting teams. Our coaches are fired up. Our our fans. We've had great crowds to date, and uh, I think it's going to do nothing but build.
Just one last quick thing, if I may, before we go, and that is we just had Bill McDermott on, and he says hello, by the way. Uh, we talked about World Cup, um, but on the note of soccer, if you could, just your thoughts as we put a bow on the men's and women's soccer seasons, the A-10 champions. Well, we it was such an exciting season uh, to, you know, obviously the women's run, a uh, historic run for our program. Uh, we uh, had a tough had a tough ending, but unfortunately in this sport, everybody ends up with a tough ending. But one, um, but twenty and two on the women's side with Katie Shields, what a what a great run she had and her team had. Um, it, it's uh, we're almost where we're ready to celebrate. It was a, it was a tough <laughs> tough loss, but uh, clearly twenty and two, winning the A10 for a fifth year in a row. Very exciting. She's got nine starters back, so the the cupboard is full and, and high expectations for that program. And Kevin Kalish, I told Kevin, I think he did his, his best job as a building coach uh, this year, really taking this team to the winning the Atlantic 10, going to the NCAA tournament, getting a win, take Indiana to the end, had a great chance to you know win there um, after losing nine, nine guys to the professional ranks. So, uh, Kevin Kalish and his staff did a great, great job. Johnny Klein, I couldn't be more proud of that young man coming back and leading this team. Um, I don't know that there's a better leader in college soccer this year than John Klein, what he did. And so both programs are in unbelievable position. The men's team has the number one recruited class in the country coming back, coming in. And so I am uh, really fired up about the future of our soccer programs and the, and the season we had combined. We had the best season and, that anybody had wins and losses in the country with men's and women's soccer. So clearly the bill can both men's and women's soccer programs are playing at a high, high level nationally. And uh, we'll continue to battle and make those runs in the NCAA tournament and then see what happens. So uh, just a wonderful fall. I can't thank everybody enough for coming out to Herman stadium and, and, and our, and our community. Our community really rallied around these teams. Our community rallied around our vision to build the Billiken Soccer Legacy Center, which puts our two teams in position to have the very finest in the country. And so it was a great fall, and uh, we're going to roll our sleeves up and get ready to have another one soon. But right now, it's time to turn to hoops, and uh, we've got a lot of exciting hoops going on right now. I'm excited just thinking about that game today. Two o'clock tip, SLU at Auburn. I think this could be some basketball game. I would not turn away from this on an NFL Sunday. I would have your radio on KMOX at 2 o'clock. I think Rammer and Earl are going to be in rare form today. That's my prediction. Well, well, you you know that. I think the other piece, you, you brought up Bill, Bill McDermott and, and the soccer. How about Tim Ream? Yeah. How about the Billiken Tim Ream playing as solid a soccer as anybody in the world right now? And uh, I had somebody tell me that we're the only school, the only Division One school in the country that has – uh, a starter in the World Cup, a starter in uh, in uh, the NBA, and a guy playing in Major League Baseball. Wow! And so that uh, for the sports we play, we couldn't be more proud of those programs and what they're doing and putting out some really really high level athletes into the professional ranks. Pretty great, right here in the heart of the city, St. Louis University. Chris, we appreciate it. Thanks for being a great partner, and always great catching up with you. Hey, Tom, we'll see you in Chaffetz Arena this week. I appreciate it. Go yes, Bills. sir.
Go for it. Go Billikens. That is Chris May, the athletic director at St. Louis University. I'm Tom Ackerman on the home of the Billikens, KMOX. When we come back, a Blues breakdown. What a game. We'll go back to the first story we told on the show, the comeback win for SLU. And don't forget next hour, Dan Deerdorf standing by. You talk about a great win. He'll talk about Michigan and the college football picture and perhaps tell a little story or two. We have much to come. Sports on a Sunday morning on KMOX. Sports on a Sunday morning on KMOX. Let's get right to it. Here's Craig Berube, the Blues coach, after a terrific win, 5-4 to four in overtime over the Florida Panthers. Uh, what can you say about the resiliency of the team and, and yeah, keep fighting? Great comeback win. Uh, guys really pulled it together, I thought. Um, you know, we didn't have the start we wanted, for sure. But, you know, the second period, we settled in a little bit more, but still didn't play the right kind of hockey we needed to play to be successful, but we did in the third. You know, so that's good on the guys. Yeah, what do you think uh, changed it? Kairou said it was, uh, all things considered, uh, pretty positive in the locker room between second and third. Well, I thought in the second we had a lot of zone time, but we kept just throwing the puck blindly to the slot, and they countered and gone the other way. Like. Just, it's about it's a, it's about a, being a little bit more patient in the offensive zone and not giving a puck back. They want to play on the run, and I said we need to play a territorial game, and that's what we did in the third. Controlled the game of, in down in the third period, and uh, great effort, second effort, third effort on pucks, and just battling, and that's what you got to do. They, they, if you, you can't give them that rush game, they're good at it. Yeah, and. If any team would maybe be tired in the third, you know, we talked before the game about how many games well, we played. Well, yeah, we lost men, too, and guys battled and really did a great job. Yeah. How, how is uh, Braden? Is he okay? Is uh, that's, well, they'll be reevaluated uh, tomorrow. Like, um, you know, it's hard to say that, yeah, where what, they're at. What's going through your uh, lower body? I think that's what they announced for Shen. You know? Yeah, lower. What's going through your head when it's three to nothing, eight minutes? It was like a repeat of uh, Friday. <laughs> in some ways, you know, you got to play through it. That's all. I mean, guys got to just play through it and got to realize that there's a certain way you have to play um, to be successful. And sometimes you got to just let your players figure it out. They know. We told them, and they did tonight. So what? When you say let them figure it out, instead of just maybe harping on them, you just hey, you got to well, do it. After a while, you only can harp so much, right? That's true. Okay. Uh, so, how about uh, Kairou's play? He's come a long way yeah. since those early season struggles. So. Oh yeah, big time. Yeah, I thought he was very competitive tonight, all game. To be honest with you, and he's been competitive for me. You know, he's been working and uh, competing, and um, you know, his speed and ability are high end. Glad he got a big one for you. What can that do for him? You know how with him sometimes I, goal coming streaks. Yeah. Well, I thought he was very competitive tonight too, right from the get-go. He was engaged in the game, in my opinion, challenging people one-on-one. -on -one. You know, he drove the net the one time uh, wide in the second period. So for me, he was engaged in the game right away, um, and it paid off. Krug told us he was frustrated by his game, and that may maybe led to him to, <clears throat> to have that fight. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I'm sure he's a very competitive guy, Kruger. Um, cares a lot about, you know, the team and his own play. And, um, you know, he's not happy about his play. But sometimes you mix it up a little bit and things change. And it did for him tonight. He made a great play on the goal. 
and um, it's a big play. Uh, it's been a wild ride for you guys so far. Uh, can a win like this do anything? Or Oh, sure. I mean, it shows that the way we need to play. And if we play that way consistently, we're going to win a lot of games. I wanted to ask you about Kachuk. You guys kept him bottled up. He really wasn't a factor. I know they were missing Barkov, but still. He's a good player. I mean, sometimes you just don't, you know, things don't go your way sometimes, you know. But guys did a good job. I, like I, again, you know, even in the first period, I thought we competed hard. Uh, made some mistakes and it went or not. But, you know, you got to. Sometimes you just stay with it, and if you work and compete and you're on your toes, and I thought we were, it, it didn't go our way still, but we stayed on our toes and kept battling, and we came through tonight. That's from the St. Louis Blues postgame audio. What would we do without Jim Thomas of the Post-Dispatch asking all those questions after the game? Thank you, JT. Thank you, Craig Berube, the Blues coach there. Jordan Cairo, the winner in overtime. What a win, 5-4 to four in OT. And a good game for Ryan O'Reilly, by the way. He had a goal and an assist and started that comeback. He scored to make it 4-2, Cairo 4-3, Tarasenko 4-4, and then the winner in OT by Cairo, his ninth of the season, and two great passes from Tory Krug. Back after the news. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.